Hello. If you can, please give to charities for those disenfranchised in these still troubled times. An example might be the Okra Project, which helps Black trans people with food, shelter, and other means of life. Also, support the Trevor Project, a mental health hotline for LGBTQ youths. If you would like to see more of me, you could find me on my YouTube channel, Jeems, which is spelled J-E-E-M-S. You can find me on my Tumblr, which is also Jeems, my TikTok, which is Jeems84. As for Twitter, the show's Twitter is at PennyTolerable, and my own Twitter is at MyPlanetIsJ. J is just a letter. Uh, to find us, uh, we are available on Anchor, SoundCloud, Spotify, and many other uh, podcast platforms. Now, on with the show. Uh, hello everyone, <laughs> my name is Jeremy Ellis, and welcome to Penny Dollar Bowl, where two large adults have things talking about movies, TV, comics, and whatever else, we've spent a lifetime together, so you can spend some time with us. And if you're wondering why I'm talking like a, Mike, a Kevin McDonald character who wants to kill himself, it's because we just watched Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, this is our 50th episode, so, uh... A sigh and a pause <laughs> to get things rolling. Uh, you talk about Morbius. Well, it says here that a dangerously, dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others from the same fate, Dr. Michael Morbius attempts a desperate gamble. While at first it seems to be a radical success, a darkness inside him soon is unleashed. And I also wrote down that the bad guy is named Luxius Crown. What's he really but, named, though? Um, like, what, what would an adult call him? An adult? Uh, some, some better names for him would be Erasmus Q. Tinkerpot. Okay, works. Uh, Tinkerbell McDonough. <laughs> yeah, these... Yeah. Uh, he um, sounds like... The name makes him sound like... The white version of Don King. You got Luxius Crown, <laughs> yeah. only in America. Uh, even though he's British. And then uh, or Greek. Greek, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I gotta get the energy up. This isn't making for good podcasting. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, I just feel like my life's blood has been drained, metaphorically. Um, what made us do Morbius? Because uh, when we last left off, we were saying that... Uh, our 50th episode would be uh, Super Inframan, which is, uh, Super Inframan is kind of the center of the Venn diagram between a lot of our interests. It's a bit of a kaiju film, a mm. bit of a superhero film, uh, a bit of a, uh, well, I guess, a, genuinely a Chop Saki movie. It's a Shaw Brothers yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, that was, that was just sitting there, and then... Uh, what happened? What happened? Well, we had heard that this movie was bad, and 
is often the point, is often the time is when we hear something that's really bad, we like to watch it or... I don't think we like to. I think we just do watch it or do listen to it or something to that effect. Yeah, I'm actually going to take issue with that, James, because you said uh, that uh, this movie's bad. This isn't a movie. I I (laughs) strongly disagree. It's kind of not... It's very dreamlike, and I don't mean like in... I'm not saying that as a compliment, like... Oh, it's like Jean Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast. No, it's not like watching Legend or an early Terry Gilliam film. It's it's dreamlike in the sense of like not being awake. It's nap like. Yeah, it's you, nap-like you're is dis- what it is. You're disoriented. You're kind of dizzy and you're just blinking and your mouth is dry. <laughs> and there's like lights and shapes and like <laughs> yeah. people you recognize. You're like, wasn't Jared Leto an actor? Like, yeah. what's, what's he doing here? Um, is that Al Madrigal? When, when was the last time I saw Al Madrigal? Yeah, uh, mostly Madrigals. <laughs> so, uh, this, this... Al Madrigal was, is very Ernie Kovacs-like. Uh, oh, my God. I feel if he did a uh, biopic, he could play Ernie Kovacs. What would he say? I said, my God. <laughs> uh, I hope the mic picked that up. Do you remember a couple months ago as a thought experiment, uh, you went and saw Black Widow, and I didn't see it, and I have, have not seen it. Mm-hmm. And we, we thought, we, we didn't end up doing more of them, but we thought we'd try this as a bit of a game. Like, you watch a Marvel movie, and then, like, you describe it to me, mm-hmm. and that's the episode. And uh, in this case, I just went ahead and watched Morbius with you. Yeah. Why do I have a clearer memory of Black Widow than Morbius? A movie you literally did not see. Why can I more clearly remember a movie, which I don't like, by the way. This is, yes. this is not a mark in its favor. A movie that I did not see eight months ago is fresher in my mind than a movie I did see from an hour ago. Yes. What what is what is this? What are we doing? I think it's a new form of filmmaking. Like whatever the idiot genius who made this, like whatever he was trying to do, I think it's genuinely like some sort of hypnosis. This is what Frank and Forrester were trying to find. Like the yeah. movie that would just melt people's brains. And I'm not saying like oh, it's the worst movie ever. Like, I don't consider it a movie. It's, yeah. It's no. just like... No, the worst movie ever would be interesting. Yeah, the worst movie ever would be interesting. This is this is the movie that would, like, melt your brain and, like, just turn you into a little girl from Night of the Living Dead. You're just, like, killing people for no reason. Yeah, I, <laughs> look, I cannot, and I cannot in all honesty say it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, I, I that's hyperbolic. In living memory, though, this is the least amount of movie yes. that I can remember seeing in a movie. Like, do you know when you get, like, a, like a Coke from McDonald's or, or like, the corner yeah. store or something? Like, a nice fountain drink? And, like, it's maybe a little bigger than you needed it to be, but, like, the big ones are the same price as the cheap ones. Yeah. So, might as well get what you, you know, if you don't finish it, you don't finish it. You put it, in, you drink most of it, you put it in the fridge... <laughs> 
And then, like, you wait a little too long. Like, you know, by the next day, certainly. But maybe even by that evening, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like, the ice melted in it. So now it's, like, half water. And you and have, like, the carbonation is the gone. The car totally, and, you know, I don't mind when it's a little flat, but when it's just, like, totally, it's like drinking tea or something. Mm-hmm. A cold tea. And, like, you kind of take it out and look at it. Like, you hold it up to the refrigerator lights to see, like, the silhouette of how much is left in the cup. Yeah. And you have to make, like, the executive decision, like, this is done, right? It's not literally done, but there's no point to, like, keep drinking this. Yeah. That's the amount of movie that is in the movie Morbius, the Living Vampire. Yes. It's got, I... How much content would you say is here? How, how much of a movie is this movie? Like, 7%? 6 I was thinking of, like, amounts of time... I'm thinking six minutes. Yeah. Like, you could do this movie in six minutes. And it is... Uh, if you were really stretching your legs. Yeah. Really spreading your wings, which he doesn't have. Um, yeah, he... As I told Nathaniel when we were watching it, uh, Morbius flies the same way that Arthur Dent does. He throws himself, <laughs> he throws himself to the ground and misses. Well, there's that too, but also because he's wearing a stupid coat half the time... And, like, his arms and legs are just kind of, like, shuttlecocking out behind him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, have we figured out how to make people look cool flying? I don't know. I guess, like, I feel like Crouching Tiger is the closest we've come, but they're not yeah. actually flying. Yeah. So, um, they're just jumping really far, like, in Legend of Kage. Yeah, this is, uh, Legend of Kage. <laughs> that video game from another country. <laughs> they're not moving, like, the characters from Chinese lore and cinema that they're based on. <laughs> no, they just, they just jump like, like a, what am I trying to say? Like, like a samurai jack, let's say. Um, this is, oh, there's, there's nothing. And, and honestly, one of the reasons that I thought about seeing it, because you, you were going to watch it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not here to judge you. You watch movies like this, <laughs> yeah. um, and for, uh, I, I I do not join you for every hate watch or bad watch or curiosity watch that you do. This one, it was just getting such reviews. It was like treated like such a piece of trash, and I was like, I want to like I want to get the jokes. They're gonna make fun of it on We Hate Movies. They're gonna make fun of it on the Flop House. If I have even half a plan to watch it, I might as well watch it, and then I can yeah. get more out of those episodes. Yeah. Not worth it. Not <laughs> no. worth it. No. Uh, it, it Having somebody just describe the plot of this movie to you, uh, A, impossible, because it doesn't have one, nothing happens. But B, I saw the movie, and I already feel like it was just somebody telling me a movie that they forgot. Yes. Like so, like Jared Leto, he gets uh, uh, he gets like bat powers, and then like his his brother also gets bat powers, and like they kind of have to duke it out. And then like if you press them for questions, like, like oh, like did did they betray each other? Like, what's the animosity between the brothers? Is it like a Cain and Abel dynamic? Yeah, I don't know. Let's yeah, yeah. It's it's what you said. It's uh, exactly it's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Abel Ferrara, his sure. bro- brother Milo, who n- never given any explanation as to how he's rich. 
No, he's just rich. Yeah, he's just rich and, like, can afford anything. Yeah. And, and then the same thing with, like, his powers. I know it's a science thing, but, like, like legit, it, it, it's like the movie is your friend who goes, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, Morbius, uh, like, goes to Costa Rica and gets, like, bit by a Dracula bat. And you go, like, really? Like, I thought he, it was like a lab experiment. Oh, okay, maybe it was. Who, who am I, Morbius? Why would I know? <laughs> but instead of, like, your friend, who was, like, lit when he saw the movie, that's the movie doing that. Yeah, that's the movie going, like, I, you tell me. Get off my back. <laughs> the, yeah, and there are scenes, like, they, I think they try, but there are scenes of him, like, talking into, like, a really kind of antiquated, uh, uh, voice recorder. Takes Kenny Power autobiography. <laughs> Kenny <laughs> Powers. What? Why did it just turn to Death Clock? <laughs> Pickle. And uh, but he's talking about like my uh, abilities uh, have become something can only be described as extraordinary, which is you could have found. Disagree. Yeah. Uh, and they, he says like the echolocation, the strength. Uh, other stuff. It's like you you literally could have gone over this just like telling and not showing. D- yes, yes. Like my God, just there's show a, doing this. But there's ever a way to get over ground of like, yeah, I tried to fly and I can, and uh, also I'm kind of missed sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> T- take my word for it. Yeah. Um, God, we're I, we're probably gonna be all over, over the map finding things to talk about, because it's sure not going to be Morbius, so we'll do what we can, like, uh, valuable listeners. Um, but I, I'm going to put this out there with all sincerity. Do you remember when people thought Spider-Man 3 was a bad movie? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. You remember when Spider-Man 3 came out? Easily the worst of the trilogy. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Let's be clear on that. Certainly has its issues, but... Do you remember when, like, uh, the, what's his, Topher Grace? Yeah. You remember when Spider-Man 3 was the bad Venom movie? Mm-hmm. You remember when, like, the Peter, like, doing the jazz club was like, yeesh, we've hit a new low. And it's like, no. You have, the light from Peter dancing in the jazz club will not reach you for another ten years. Peter dancing in the jazz club will actually be dead by the time your eyes register. <laughs> That's how far you are. So you, it's like when you fall so far down a well, like it's deep enough that it always looks like it's day outside. Yeah. Even in the middle of the night. Yeah. Cause of like the, the way you perceive it. That's what this movie does. That is how far <laughs> down you yes. are. From, and I might've mentioned this in a previous episode, but I, I'm going to put it out there again. Uh, like, around last year, we were, like, uh, Christy and I were watching a bunch of old movies. Uh, I should say old, but, but like, franchises. Yeah. Um, tail end of uh, freaking pandemic. So I was like, yeah, let's let's do Alien. Let's do Conan. I haven't yeah. actually watched them in a while. And we watched the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. And I was like, I, I like this. I'm not even, I won't even go to bat for it. But I kind of like those first three Pirates movies. And then a little bit later, uh, I think we, sometime more recently, we watched, like, Gangs of New York. I was just like, oh, the sets, the pageantry, like, all these, you know, John C. Riley and Jim Broadbent. 
Even like every peripheral character yeah. is doing a great job. And I, I went like, man, I, I wish that we could see more movies like Pirates of the Caribbean and Gangs of New York. And that's when I realized I'm good old dazing it for 2002. I'm not like, man, do you remember when they used to make movies like uh, Les Samurai? Do you remember like, like good old movies like uh, The Road Warrior or like uh, 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 Bullet? Uh, or Once Upon a Time in the West. Like, the way you used to good old yeah. days. Uh, now I'm just like, man, do you remember that summer when Signs and Goldmember came out in the same summer? Yeah. Man, we did not know how good we had it. Jesus. <laughs> it's such a weird place to be in. Yeah. This movie, I guess what you can say about this movie is that it affects your mind in such a way that you could use it as, like, a psychotropic. No, it's too boring. It's, no, it's, <laughs> I can see it being used as like an interrogation technique, perhaps. But it but, alters you. It yeah. does alter you. Yeah, but like, dude, I, I've made my point, but like, my God, I, I look at like, like the S- Spider-Man uh, Home Before Midnight or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and, and you're just like, oh gosh, I could be watching... Uh, Sex past James Franco on an air hoverboard using a light katana right now. What what have we become? <laughs> and then like say like I, I'm sitting here going like, could we go back to like old good Harry Potter movies like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets? Can we please regain that era of cinema? <laughs> yes. This is this is what movies are doing to me now. I don't care that like oh, I liked all the good movies last year like. No Time to Die was great, and there's a new Wes Anderson, and I love The Green Knight. Yeah. Forget that shit. I am still sitting here going, like, could we go ahead and roll back the clock to the, the Bush era? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just... Why? There, there has... I mean, there has to be, like, just crap sometimes. Just crap coming out of the movie theater. Yeah. But... Now, going into it in this case, but yeah. But... Really, there always has to be something to it. Like, you watch any bad movie, there's something to it. Like, like what what the hell were they doing with the camera angles? Or, like, that monster is so bad looking. Or, like, just something. There's always something to remember oh, about a bad movie. With this, it, it's genuinely, like, fathomless. There's there, nothing to... There, there, there is nothing. Like... Manos the Hands of Fate yeah. is like 5% less watchable than this and a thousand times more interesting than this. Yeah. Like, like, like it's it's unironic when you're like, yeah, can we just watch like The Girl in Golden Boots without the mystery science theater treatment? I feel like I would get more out of that. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be something to latch onto here. Uh, Okay, so uh, as far as the movie itself goes, uh, Morbius is a kid, and like he, he can't walk all good, and he's messed up, and like his like adopted brother is too. They're Greek for no reason. <laughs> yeah. um, the, uh, one of the only moments in this movie that made me smile is when it's, it shows like Morbius in the stupid present day, yeah, like his, his lame bats, and then when it cuts <laughs> to the flashback, they do an iris. 
Yeah. It's, 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 and that was that is the first and last time in the movie where I noticed the movie doing something. But it's like when you you know, as bad as like the prequels are, when there's like a wipe from like <laughs> like the scene changes like somebody came up to your car with a squeegee. Yeah. And you're like, okay, Star Wars. I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> like a beautiful moment where Michael looks out of his, uh, Michael stares out of his window of the hospital and sees the blazing twin sons of Tatooine and realizes there's more for me in here. <laughs> there's more Bios in here. So, yeah, he, uh, they take it in by Jared Harris, who, uh, like, my God, Mav. I know that, like, Jared Harris is not, like, like, you can't open a movie on Jared Harris. I yeah. get that. Jared Harris deserves better than this. Yes. Jared Harris, my man, there has to be some 79-minute-long slasher movie that you could be playing a professor in instead of this. Yeah. Um, this is anything. Yeah. God, my, my madman deserves way better than this. Um, so, yeah, anyways, they grow up, Morbius, they have to find, like, their cure for... Uh, some blood disease, which I don't know, a smarter movie would have like done something with that, but here they're just guys. Yeah. And so he grows up to be Jared Leto. Um and then the other Loxious Milo, mm. Ignatius Max, whatever. Let's just uh, go with Milo. That's yeah. what that's what the movie calls him. Okay, so my yeah, Milo Minara, he grows up to be uh Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Um and here's where this doesn't warrant giving the movie half a star. This is not a half star choice, but like, do you know in like Kirby or Super Mario World where like the map is a star? Yeah. And if you take care of the, like you beat this world, that part of the map is glowing or clear yeah. or whatever. Like a, a fifth of a star, let's say. Mm-hmm. Okay. If this movie gets a fifth of a star rating... Mm-hmm. It's because of Matt Smith. Yeah. I don't even like what he's doing in this movie. He He's doing something. Yes. Like, when the director yelled action, he heard him say that and tried to do something accordingly. M- meanwhile, yeah. we have Jared Leto who... He's almost mumbling through the lines. It's not, that's it's how not, yeah that that's how little he cares. You can you can tell this is like I want to get through this line quickly. Like it, it's not like his character has a sense of urgency. It's just like I don't want to do this. Let's do this. Yeah, and people have accurately pointed out the the fact that he and Jim Carrey have the same voice, which is so funny. That like Ace Ventura and Dallas Buyers Club have the same voice, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just gotta get back to my research. I can't, I can't do it without like overdoing it, but that like, oh yeah, everyone's been real nice today. <laughs> I can't, okay, I can't do Carrie, but he sounds the same. Yeah. Like his speaking voice is Jim Carrey. Not like Jim Carrey is the cable guy or the Grinch. Like they just sound the same. Yeah. Uh, like, Which is why yeah. the Joker is... Just oh. ah, ah, yeah, the snoodlers, yeah. Um, so 
he usually sounds like Jim Carrey, and he does hear a little bit, but like he can't even get the energy up. So he just sounds like the narrator from Wizard People, dear reader. <laughs> like the Brad Neely. So it's like, <laughs> I've got to get back to my research on bats. I think I was able to come up with a serum that could make me walk again. Oh, oh, dear reader, when Hardcastle McCormick talks, every syllable out of your mouth, out of her mouth, sends a chill up your spine like a note played on a frozen piano made out of Windex. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit, says Harry. <laughs> Ronnie the Bear. <laughs> I love the person who said the only good thing that ever came out of Harry Potter was wizard people, dear reader. <laughs> yeah. If Brad Neely had never done another project, he, he's still an all-timer for that. Yeah. What, awesome. Oh, God, there's so much else we could be listening to or watching. Uh, so, yeah, they... Um, by the way, I just want to say something. Uh... This will be a free bonus episode, not the 50th episode. Oh, are we making that decision? Yeah. This is 49.5. Yeah, 49.5. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with this being our 50th episode. Was this a decision you made right now? <laughs> it's a decision I've been toying with for a while. Yeah, because it's... Because I was like, thinking... Just keep that like, idea in my back pocket. Yeah. In case Morbius isn't the stunning kinetograph that I hoped it would be. Okay. So just so we're clear, like... The episodes where it's uh, just Jeremy Alice and it is like one minute and 20 seconds long and it's just you telling people to go watch Fando and Liz. Yeah. That counts as an episode. <laughs> yeah. Morbius, not an episode. Not so fast, Morbius. <laughs> like, uh, this, oh my god. Okay, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Then the 50th episode can be like, Inframan or like me talking about Elric or whatever we want to do for like like or we're just like reminiscing about the previous episodes. So, um but man, this one's uh this one is, is just nothing and, and like they fight, there's a girl, more than one girl? Yes. Okay. Bancroft. And Bancroft is in this. No, like her name's like some Susan Bancroft or something. Susan Bancroft. And, yeah, and then... Oh, yeah, but I was... Not that it really deserves to be backtracked to, but Matt Smith is just going, like, what if I went, like, whoa, after I, like, delivered a threat? Or what if I, like, killed a guy and then, like, I can't really moonwalk, but what if I, like, danced in such a way that you can tell that's, like... Did, like, the kind of a Taika Waititi bit? Like, yeah, like the Taika Waititi shuffle. And you're... It's like it's nothing... But like in a in a real movie, it would be like bad. Yeah. But here it's something. Yeah. And it's a difference between like smelling something bad and being robbed of your sense of smell <laughs> and taste for all time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think Matt Smith's uh, never watched hardly any Doctor Who. I think Matt Smith's a good enough actor. Um, uh, a couple months ago, he did a uh, Last Night in Soho, which uh, I was honestly kind of disappointed by. I don't think it's uh, Edgar Wright's best. It kind of gets itself into a corner, but you're like, oh, like Matt Smith kind of brings it in that movie with whatever they give him to, to work with. They give him nothing to work with here, and he's still trying. And I don't know what to say. Like, could could Jared Leto just be like an absolute freak instead? Could this could this be like one of the movies where like Jared Leto like? 
tries to go all vampires kiss and like mails like half of a pig fetus to Al Madrigal or something. <laughs> like just like because this is much more boring than the Joker. Right? Yes. Yes. Like, Again, yeah. there is something going on with the Joker. There is nothing. There's here. like so many like weird bad decisions, but still decisions. Yeah, the Jared Leto and Morbius is just like, uh, you guys go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. Like, um, I'll make it if I make it, but you guys, you guys go ahead. Yeah, 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 and uh, that's how you anchor a movie with that. Uh, largest second week drop in history, something like that. I think it's tied with Steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I haven't seen Steel in a minute. Is Steel better than this? Do I okay. need to go watch Steel again? <laughs> Shaq and his natural habitat is funny. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm gonna say that Steel would technically be better than, yeah. uh... That's like he's Shaq is just funny. Yeah. So Steel yes, yeah, Steel would technically well, he's trying to be, but yeah. Steel would technically be better than this. And I remember this had it was the considered the lowest comic book movie since the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Guess what? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, better than this. Uh there's more going on. God damn it. Yeah. Okay, uh, I was looking up uh, director Daniel Espinosa, Jorge Daniel Espinosa, Swedish Chilean film director. I'd never heard of him before this movie. Yeah, and uh, look, it's not like they usually get like high end directors to do these Marvel movies. Like they usually are kind of plug and play, mm-hmm. but there there's usually like something at work there. Like so, it'll be like Peyton Reed and the Russos like, directed episodes of sitcoms. Yeah. They were, they're, like, intensely competent directors. Like, can, can we finish filming at five? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you know, like, what the light on the camera means, if it's on or off? Um, I had not heard of Daniel Espinosa. Uh, his other credits include, uh, Life. Something about an astronaut, not familiar. Uh, Safe House. Not familiar. Uh, Child 44, didn't like it. And Snobba Cash, starring Jens Laptus. I assume that's one of his Swedish films then. Um, yeah, I remember seeing, like, uh, Let There Be Carnage and just, like, so boring and stupid. But, the, yeah. but it, like, at least it's something. Hey, to, if you had any desire to see... Reese Shearsmith dressed as a vicar thrown into a coffin. At least you have a movie for that. Yeah, at least, uh, like, you have, like, a stupid, like, Venom, like, making pancakes. And it's, yeah. like, it's like a scene, like, Slimer from not even the Ghostbusters movies, but, like, the Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah. Like, when Slimer took it over. Like, it's operating at that level of, like, maturity and interest. It's like, but, yeah, I'd rather see, like, Slimer do, like, a gay parable or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then watch literally nothing. Uh, Since there's nothing to talk about about the movie, um, I thought I I might treat you to the uh, 53 articles on the the, uh, Morbius uh, trivia page on IMDb. And I assure you, these are trivial. Okay. 
I probably won't read uh, every single one of these, but maybe we can use this as a jumping off point. Yeah. Uh, Matt Smith joined the film uh, due to director Daniel Espinosa's involvement. I don't know what that means. Know <laughs> yeah. Like, um, do they like know each other the way that like Ryan Reynolds knows that guy from Zombie Nightmare that became a director? <laughs> I think okay. so. It says uh, he got encouragement from his former Doctor Who co-star Karen Gillan, who portrays Nebula in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and said that he would have a lot of fun playing a comic character. So I'm sorry to hear that uh, Karen Gillan and Matt Smith aren't friends anymore. Yeah, Karen Gillan just doing a full-on, you know... Just, that's Lady Macbeth shit right yeah. there. No, you know, you should totally play uh, Lucius Sweet. Yeah. You should totally play Royal Crown Vampire. Yeah. Um, Okay, here's one for you. Uh, the character of Morbius can also be glimpsed in the bonus features of the Blade DVD in a deleted ending. Did you know about that? No, I might. Yeah. Um, the first Blade? Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. That is probably I might Morbius. Check, I might try to check that out sometime. Okay. So that's something. Uh, I guess I'm going to skip over the stuff. Like, it was actually filmed in Manchester, but it looked like New York. Like, yeah. Uh, well, what's something we can sink our teeth into, eh? Okay. Yeah. Um, here is one. The original cut had Carnage as one of Morbius's prisoners. I don't know what that means. Morbius does not have prisoners. I it, literally, what is that in reference to? In the prison explain, with him. Yeah. Explain your joke. That's not what it says. He, he, Morbius doesn't go to. Okay, oh, the movie Morbius. Yeah. So, like, when they lock him up for, like, a minute, Cletus Cassidy's there? Yeah, I guess. Okay, that could have been much more clearly phrased, Donnie Don't. Uh, it says, oh, this was before the film was reshuffled and placed eight movies ahead of where it originally was going to be. What does that mean? What do you mean eight movies ahead? It, it, the way that they were planning on releasing... The because they do the Marvel movies in like giant clumps. I know that, yeah. But so this is going to be like a different number in the releasing. So they moved it ahead eight movies. I think so. Like a Leonard Part Six. Yeah, we're just starting with this instead. Okay. Uh, da da da. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. Uh, there's the line where uh, Morbius uh, spooks out a thug, and when he says, "Who are you?" He says, I am Venom. Um, why does he say that? I always thought it's because... And I don't want to get all fucking nerdy. But since this takes place in, like, the Sony Spider-Man villain universe, and since Al Magical does say, like, this is worse than a freak up in uh, San Francisco, uh, it's it basically means, like, Venom exists here and... If you're doing something weird, you could probably blame it on Venom if you okay. don't want to get fingered for it. Okay. I, is Venom a known quantity, though? Like, even people in San Francisco in the Venom movies don't know what Venom is, from what I recall. Yeah. All right. Could a bunch of people in that movie like Venom. Yeah. Okay. I guess he goes to the gay club, so he's not, like, shy about being out in public or anything. Um... Okay, uh, J.K. Simmons originally filmed scenes as J. Jonah Jameson for this movie. Keep J.K. Simmons' name out of your mouth and keep J. Jonah Jameson's name out of your mouth. Yeah. It's uh, me, J.K., a.k.a. J.J.J. 
but trying to trick me into liking these. In the time that elapsed between the film's original shoot and the production of Spider-Man No Way Home, it became evident to the filmmakers that Morbius did not actually exist in the same universe as J.K. Simmons' version of J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, it, it became evident to them. They thought it did, but then when they, uh, they, they got like an expert in, like James Spader's Egyptologist character came in to watch the movie, and they realized that the movie didn't take place in the same reality as the other universe. <laughs> they couldn't have asked a writer, hey, does he take place in the same reality? Hey! 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 <laughs> Stevie! Does Morbius take place in the same universe as J. Jonah Jameson? <laughs> Get back to work! <laughs> okay. Uh... What did... What human phrases it like? It became evident to the filmmaker. Like, it like like here's what should become evident to a filmmaker: is the film developing properly, or did we not film it properly? Yes. Like the physical properties of the medium of film. You should not go like, well, when they were making Mad Max, it became evident that the cars were fast. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like no, like they either were or weren't. Like they, I assume they knew that. Going into it. Okay. But apparently uh, it was it was just out of their hands. The guy who made the Morbius movie, it turns out he was wrong about Morbius. <laughs> okay. This is insane. Uh, we got something about, like, did you know characters played other characters? Uh, there's some shit about how uh, Horizon Labs from this movie is apparently mm -hmm. from the comic. Did you know that it's from the comic? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anyways... Uh, do, 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 do. It's, not even, it's not even something that like a big nerd would love. Like, say what you want about the uh, cloak and dagger trailer, but like if you're a super nerd, it is awesome that they're standing on the rocks on chemical building, where it's like, oh, that's so from the comics. That's like a I'm so familiar with that. It's it's like oh, here's my card, the advanced idea mechanics. Yeah. Aim, yeah. Thinking he's shortening. Jared Leto explained that he opted to avoid prosthetic makeup for his character's monstrous transformation. Initially, we were going to use prosthetics, but I really fought for CG. I fought to not have to do yeah. anything with my face. I fought to not be in makeup every day. I fought to... Guys, I really feel like Morbius would wear the same shirt that I uh, went to bed in last night. It just feels right for the character. <laughs> okay. Uh, obviously, it's the future, and it was exciting. Okay. Leto is no stranger to prosthetics after portraying Paolo Gucci. By the way, better performance. Better movie. May, uh, may my teeth fall out for saying something nice about Jared Leto after this movie. I liked him in House of Gucci. He is the right kind of stupid and crazy in that movie. You mean a member of the... Yeah. He's a... He's a... He's a vampire too? Oh, mamma mia. I show you. I'm gonna design my own vampire flag. You know, when I'm a dog, we're gonna have a vampire nation. No, no. You know what? I do you one better. I do this for free. I tell you what. The world, she's a vampire. Boof. Okay. Yeah. No, that is... It's like when you do the stupidest, worst shit all the time. It's it's like the broken clock logic. Yeah. 
Once every 12 movies, Jared Leto is going to be just crazy enough to work. And also, it's important, like, some directors know how to use actors properly. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't really like John Voight, but he's good in Michael Mann movies. Yeah. Like, he, did, like, he knows what to do with them. Um, I think other better directors, like uh, uh, Mary Heron or uh, David Fincher... Uh, knew what audiences wanted out of a Jared Leto movie, which is him dying. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't wish him any physical harm. It was just too good to pass up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So he didn't want to, yeah, he didn't want to do anything. So, but let's pause on that. The CGI in this film, uh, Van Helsing level. Yeah. Van Helsing. The stupid fucking like Van Helsing where like Dracula gets mad and his jaw drops like one of the old Ghostbusters toys that gets scared. (laughs) And in 2004 we were like I thought we were decades ahead of this. Yeah. And now almost 20 years later identical. If you showed me this in isolation I would go like wow that's a poorly lit scene from Van Helsing but who am I to judge? (laughs) This looks this looks Slightly, yeah, it's slight. It's been. It's not as good as Van Helsing, but it is better than let's say, the Rap City Kids. Well, everything's better than the Rap City Kids, but without hyperbole, this is this is what Morbius is doing to me. I'm like, could we watch Van Helsing instead, <laughs> yeah. man? Like better vampires. Yeah, man. Seeing movies like this, I really want to go back and watch like. Agent Cody Banks instead. <laughs> or like the Spy Kids with Ricky Gervais as the dog. That one, whichever one it was. Yeah. Um, I remember that being weird. Yeah, I remember that being weird. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Jared Leto claimed that Michael Morbius's personality was close enough to his own that he didn't find it necessary to use his famous method approach in this portrayal of the character. Well, I'll be goddamn. <laughs> you didn't think it was worth it. I didn't think it was worth it. Jared Leto's take on Morbius is that the character didn't... He felt like Morbius, the, the person... Michael. He calls him Michael. Of course. Like, like he sometimes has to clarify during interviews. So when Michael gets bit, uh, I'm Michael Morpheus, Morbius, the, the character. To me, he'll always be Michael. Uh, in my vision, Michael doesn't have to like hit his mark or like be properly lit. Yeah, I feel like Michael wouldn't have like learned his lines properly for this scene. It's uh, how about like I feel like I, it's like Del Boy and only fools and horses. I know Michael so well. You don't even have to write dialogue for Michael Morbius. I'll just say whatever comes to my head. I'll just wing it. Like a bat wing. See, that's what you get when you pay for Jared Leto to play Michael Morbius. You see how you scum. And, and I don't need to wash my hair. Yeah, I don't need to. So, uh, yeah, the CGI in this, uh, where he spent uh, the GDP of Thailand to uh, make Jared Leto look like Dave Grohl. Yeah, yeah. To, to steal ever, your joke. Yeah, whenever he gets angry and, like, Morbius is out, like, changes into a vampire version, the monster version, it's just Dave Grohl. It's just like, it's like, I, I could be watching Studio 666. <laughs> oh my god. Um, keep scrolling through. Matt Smith apparently deliberately channeled Kiefer Sutherland's performance as David from The Lost Boys. Really? Huh? 
unrecognizable. No yeah. overlap whatsoever. In some scenes, uh, he joked that this was due to both characters having their main character named Michael. Because ice cream served in a dish. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking what? about? <laughs> Who wrote what? this? What is happening? What is going on in this trivia section? Okay, okay. I think because of Morbius, the fabric of that reality of the trivia section is breaking down. Okay. It's just unraveling. Yeah, this is... All of... Uh, 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 Matt Smith's character Milo wears clothes that are the same style worn by Jim Carrey's character Stanley Ipkiss in The Mask. Take your word for it. Not, not the mask, not like the banana yellow zoot suit, but Stanley Ipkiss. <laughs> we all remember where we were when Stanley Ipkiss, the Ipkiss file. <laughs> yeah, when Stanley Ipkiss came on stage and it was just like seeing the outfit from Purple Rain for the first time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, which are decidedly different from uh, than the rest of the characters in this movie. Did not notice. There's four characters. They're all just like wearing whatever they had. I think it's just because everyone else literally wore, just wears black. Okay. His name, Milo, is also that of Jim Carrey's dog in The Mask. Did not know that was the dog's name. Do, do you want to know what the name of the dog from The Mask is? What? The dog from The Mask. I know because I used to watch the cartoon. That's right. Uh, a he, lot, like yeah. way too often. He also has dance moves and strikes poses throughout Morbius that echo those of Stanley Ipkiss when he dons the Stanley Ipkiss when he dons the green mask. Is that anything? Is that anything? Is that a bit? Can we go with that? Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, stall. Oh, okay. Uh, here's another one. This is Jared Harris's second comic book role after Tales of the Black Freighter. That's not a movie. That's, that's also not a... He that's is a, a special feature. It's, it's really crazy when your two comic book movies aren't movies. <laughs> How about that? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, what else can you tell me here? Uh, let's see. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Nearly all promotional material for the film has emphasized that it was produced by the same studio as Spider-Man Far From Home and Venom. After the release and smash success of Spider-Man No Way Home, Promotional material for Morbius begin to emphasize the connection to that film instead of its predecessor, though they continue to cite the first Venom rather than its sequel. How and what way? I don't know. Okay. Morbius is the third primary antagonist who does not meet Spider-Man, despite to be known in comics since Venom and Carnage. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I was just typing in my phone while I do autocomplete poetry. Uh, while others like Riot shriek, but also Milo doesn't count much as Spider-Man's major villains. Is this pro or anti-Milo? I don't know. Okay. Um, da, da, da. So, yeah. Wait, that one was talking about how there's villains to villains. Like, whoever is a shittier villain gets to be the villain in the villain's movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, uh, here, here's one. When Milo goads Morbius into attacking him, he says, That's the spirit. A reference to what Roy Batty said in Blade Runner. Yeah. 
Yeah, you remember, you remember, you remember that quote, that's the spirit? Yeah. It's from, from Blade Runner? Yeah, no, nobody used that, it. Yeah. It's that and the I've seen things you humans yeah. will never... Yeah, I mean, some people have memorized the Tannhauser Gate speech, but I think everybody remembers that's the spirit. That, that phrase that was coined by Blade Runner. Nobody yeah. used it before 1982. It's like how the word crocodile does not appear in English before Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Nobody said that's the spirit. Yeah, it's like, it's like how before Han Solo, nobody said, let's get out of here in a movie. <laughs> yeah. okay. oh, oh, here's the connection. Jared Leto was Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> it's clever of them to do that, huh? Smart viewers will get that. Oh, yeah, he would have that. Let's see. James Willems, a comedian and Morbius superfan, no such thing, <laughs> and a popular YouTube channel Funhouse, originally had a scene in the movie as Quirky Male. The scene was cut from the final movie, however, for unknown reasons. Uh, quirkiness does not appear in this film. Uh, I, I don't know Funhouse, but I assume this is made up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, la, 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 la. What else have we got? Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, spoilers. Okay. Adria Arjona took inspiration from politician and activist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Who is Adria Arjona? Is that the character or the actress? Uh, actress. Who does she play in this? Dr. Bancroft. The one girl? Yeah. Okay. So the the character who gets, like, bitten and, like, says hi to Morbius a couple times? Yeah. That, that was based on AOC. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, okay then. <laughs> um, oh, sorry about that. I kicked Jeremy. That's the most interesting thing that happened. During the <laughs> yeah. uh, my bad. Okay, uh, spoilers. Yes, the ending. Let's, uh, well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, set this mm-hmm. up. The vulture shows up. That's that's right. That's who that is. Yeah. Okay. You talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. Okay. What happens is that Adrian Toomes, the vulture, uh, Michael Keaton, uh, he gets. Let's <laughs> keep naming things. Because Mr. Mom, Beetlejuice. <laughs> because of the uh, hole in the Doctor Strange universe. Um, there was a big perflui, and a bunch of characters got sent to different parts of the multiverse. And the MCU character, the Vulture, is now in the Sony Spidey villain movies, which is a different universe. So he's a free man. He gets let out of prison, since he has no criminal record or no record at all. And, uh... Then at the very end of the movie, uh, we see Morbius drive out onto the uh, cliff. And then we see Vulture with his gear now, which was derived from Chitauri uh, weaponry. So I don't really know how. Yeah, he doesn't arrive with it. So Yeah. And, but I, I have not seen the, like, the first 
uh, fake Spidey movie from the MCU. He has a shit ton of guys working on it, and it's yeah, in technology. From what I understand, isn't his whole thing that they're like a salvage crew, and like that's the that he's like the vulture, and that he's a scavenger, and mm-hmm. so he gets like Stark technology and alien technology. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is not the worst thing about the movie Morbius, but I suppose that's a fair question. Like, where'd you get this shit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He says, like, Michael Morbius has been hearing about you on the news. And he's like... <laughs> I like your Keaton. Hey, Morbius, <laughs> you old horn dog. <laughs> and uh, he says, like, I uh, think we could have a... Like, uh, I think we could team up, maybe have a, uh, a partnership that could be uh, very profitable, very interesting. And then Morbius says, I'm interested. So it's like, are you a bad guy? Yeah. And then like Morbius turns to the audience and goes, what about you? Are you interested? And then the audience like starts booing. It's like in the middle of like a Satoshi Kon movie or something, like... Little silhouettes start like throwing shit at the screen in the movie, <laughs> and then uh, it's like a William Castle yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. The like a William Castle make, movie. You decide what what Jared Leto does. Yeah, like, if you boo loud enough, like will Jared Leto uh, like walk the path of the ball or the path of the sword? <laughs> and then Vulture, then Vulture goes like, uh, I don't know. What What do you think, audience? Should we give it to Morbius? And then like one little silhouette stands up and goes. Yeah, let's, let's give, give it to him. him. <laughs> um, what was this? Like, why did the thing with the vulture happen? <sighs> we need more Spider-Man movies, Nathaniel. Do we? <laughs> Apparently. Isn't there, like, one last year and one coming out this year? Apparently, but, like... You know what I realized the other day? America doesn't make anything that... Out. Makes a lot of money except for these movies. Yeah. Like we need these things for a functioning <laughs> democracy. I, That's so. Uh. I realized the other day that in between the first Doctor Strange and like the new Sam Raimi one, yeah, um, all three of the Spider-Man movies with like the twelve-year-old, yeah, yeah, like Tom Holland, yeah, Tom Hollander, Tom Holland, yeah, Tom Hollander, yeah, Tom yeah. Um, all three of those came out between Doctor Strange's. Yeah! That's fucking weird! <laughs> kind of shows your priorities. Yeah, the new Doctor Strange, by the way. Um, I remember I was texting about those. I'm not that jazzed for it, but I would be tickled if Sam Raimi's uh, uh, car Because yeah. his car is in every one of his movies. He even found a way to put it in uh, uh, The Quick and the Dead. Yeah, the chassis. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I was thinking, how are they going to put that in here? And my favorite theory would be, what if it's just Strange's car? <laughs> yeah. And nobody says anything. But like, just like the like billionaire mage lord, he like pulls up in front of Dort Mamu's house in an <laughs> Oldsmobile Delta. And it's like, you hear like the last 10 seconds of a Santana song and then the real Don Steele comes on. <laughs> The real Don Steel. The real Don Steel. With the Sorcerer Supreme of our universe. <laughs> Don't trust Baron Mordo. <laughs> Even with the, with the vaulted boots of vaulting. <laughs> Starts to like Street Fighter. Kill <laughs> uh, the beekeeper surprise attack at the start of the round. <laughs> okay. Um, 
That's how bad this is. This is making me look forward to Doctor Strange, which Chrissy likes Doctor Strange, so I might go see Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. I might break break my uh, Marvel embargo or Mara Bago. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen a Marvel movie in the theater since uh, Infinity War. And ha- the only one I've seen, period, between that and... Does this count? Yeah. All right. The only one I've seen buried between that and this was uh, uh, Infinity War. Yeah, I, I came across it somehow. <laughs> Endgame or Infinity War? Oh, Endgame. I'm sorry. Yeah, the last one. Uh, you, you know, the five-hour movie. Yeah. Five-hour movie. Maybe need to be two. Yeah, I never want to hear a single soul complain that the Snyder Cut is too long. I know that Endgame is shorter by an hour, but it feels twice as long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, we already did the Endgame episode, but, um, what is it, what does Morbius say about us? You mean as, as a species? Like, as a society, look, this, this is the only movie I've ever watched and then needed to read the plot synopsis. Um, if I may, this is what it says at the end for the postcard sequence. Adrian Toomes is transported to Michael's universe by a spell. Is that is that what we're doing? A, a wizard did it? Like, that yeah. thing that we used to say as a joke? Like, the, the Simpsons reference? That's legit just screenwriting now. A wizard did it? Because, by the way, if you're going to do that, if the plot of your movie is going to be a wizard did it, that's fine, but I want the movie to be about the wizard then. Because I can go watch other better movies with wizards in them. Played by people like Mako and Ian McKellen. Yeah. I could be doing that instead. So. Um, I, I, no, I, I, it sounds like I'm setting up a joke. Like, what does Morbius say about us as a society? Like a click hole joke? Mm-hmm. But speaking half sincerely, like, what are we doing here? What leads, like, a group of adult humans to make Morbius? Who thought that, like, uh, like put it all on Morbius, please? Like, yeah. How? And, and, like, when you were making it, did, at what point did you go, like, oh, this, this is going to knock him dead. This is the one I'm going to be remembered for. Mm-hmm. You can't do that and then, like, also not put anything in the movie. Yeah. Like, there's, like, the best bad movies are the ones that take big swings. Yeah. This does not take a swing. This stands there, and then Spider-Man beans it in the crotch, and it gets a walk to first base. Yeah. What on earth? It's interesting, because there's a guy on... He's Michael Morbius, he's a living vampire. There's a guy who's on YouTube, uh, I think it's Joe Blow Movies. (laughs) Yeah, that guy, yeah, no, it's a a site, it's been around since, like, 2006. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) But uh, genuinely, he, they do these very interesting things that are called What the Fuck Happened With. <laughs> and they explain, like, why the hell is Wild Wild West like that? And you find out. Yeah, there's a reason that Wild Wild West, a much better movie than Morbius, yeah. turned out the way that. Yeah, and he genuinely goes into, like, seriously, what the, like, what, why is it like this? Who made this decision? And it, I find it very interesting, and I kind of can't wait to see the one that they do on this. 
Yeah, it might be interesting, but I feel like I feel like we've kind of run aground. One of the things that I think is really not doing anybody any favors is this multiverse shit. Yeah. Um, I I'm honestly thinking sometime in the next couple episodes, uh, if you don't mind me holding court. I, I was half joking when I say I do Elric, but like I wouldn't mind maybe doing Elric and using that as an excuse to get into the multiverse stuff. I'd like to do that. Because, yeah, that, that starts with Elric. That starts with Michael Moorcock. It's appearing, uh, I just saw Everything Everywhere All at Once, which, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, like I, I don't think I loved it quite as much as some other people, but fucking children of men compared to Morbius. Yeah. Like, so it's got that going for it. Uh, but yeah, talk about how it's getting worked into like a major movie like that. And every movie that's coming out, like the last Spidey, the next Spidey, the Flash movie, mm-hmm. it's all the multiverse now. And I keep seeing that and I'm like, why? Oh, well, well a spell put Vulture in Morbius's world. It's New, it's New York. Like he, he already was in his world, wasn't he? Yeah, they're both Spidey villains. Like, like, why, why does a dimensional portal have to open? Just do, just right. do what Bond has been doing for like, yeah, seventy years. Where it's like, yeah, you know, Blofeld is this guy, but he's also that guy, and yeah, Bond uh, is this, but he's also that. And he's, yeah, I, 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 we we can you know definitely get deeper into that uh, when the time comes, I suppose. But, um. Yeah, to me that that might be a discussion worth having because it's, I, I like I, I haven't been on board with like you know the Marvel movies in a while, but if, if we like if culture is taking the off ramp to like multiverse storytelling, mm-hmm. I will thank you. No, I can I can just I can just go watch like MST reruns and reread Gorman Gast if this is what. <laughs> Storytelling is going to be from now on. They're worst fates. They're much worse fates. I, I hate it. I hate it. Like movies like this are making me a reactionary. I try not to be one of those assholes who's like, in my day, Ghostbusters had upper body strength. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't like those guys. I don't like to be those guys. But when the alternative is like, did did you like Morbius? Like, mm, no. Could we go watch like G Force with? Like, Tracy Morgan is a hamster or some shit? Yeah. I'm not being cute. I would rather watch that. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and that's the point we've arrived at with the multiverse. But just just in general, I, I was... I didn't ramble, ramble. But the other movie that came out recently, which is going to mop the floor with Morbius, is Sonic mm-hmm. 2. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are loving the Sonic movies. Yeah. People love Sonic. It was one of the only pandemic movies that made money. Kind of like right before. Yeah. So that's like a little bit of a cheat, but it still did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new one got like better reviews than the first one. Yeah. And what, what's the old Jon Stewart joke? Like, many people are raving that Attack of the Clones is even better than Phantom Menace. A rare honor. Shared only by such other films as Snow Dogs. <laughs> yeah. So... I take it with a grain of salt, but I, I think of Sonic, those movies, mm. and Sonic fandom, like, baffles me. How out of everything, that's what stuck around. <clears throat> like, people who were, like, somebody my age could be nostalgic for Sonic. 
Why does like a like a fifteen year old have like strong opinions about Shadow and Knuckles? Yeah, get it fucking each other, and then each one has a twin for the other one. Like, and then they, they both become Mormons together. <laughs> yeah. and Sonic is low key the weirdest fandom, but no, no. All joking aside, those those movies they come out and like that doesn't bother me. I don't look at like the Sonic movies and go like. Yeesh, is this where we are? Because mm-hmm. with Sonic, I'm like, this is where we've always been. Like, doing the Sonic movie is no stupider than, like, the Chipmunk movie where they, like, fly around the world on yeah. a race. The Sonic movies, if I were, like, the age for them, I would go see them the same way I saw, like, Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. That's, that's like, the kind of, like, not good, but the kind of whatever movie that, of course, they're going to keep making. Yeah. Whereas like something like the new Space Jam feels like uniquely awful. Yeah. Like it's like like hey kids, would you like to have some fun? The new Space Jam is a patented mirth getter and like it's like being like sweet talked to by your parents but they have like the button eyes from Coraline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and, and so yeah, so, something like Sonic is normal, but everything else, one of the, in the trivia, I didn't read it, the director, Daniel Espinosa, said, well, one of the inspirations for uh, Morbius, like the, the visual effects, and like the lighting, and the, the attacks, and everything, yeah. it was actually based on Pokemon. Not, not like, seeing it at all? A, like, A, not seeing it at all, and B, What? You don't want, like, gothic elements in your story about a living vampire, maybe? You couldn't have done with stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Not, not just, like, oh, you should rip off, like, Dracula or Berserk or something, but... Mm. Uh, or, or, like, even, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure might weirdly track with, like, a, a certain kind of, like, street-level superhero book. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Why would you base this on Pokemon? I don't know. Like it's so weird. Like Pokemon is what it is. It's fine. It's, you know, it's been around since I was a kid. Yeah. So it's not like it's the new kid on the block. But like, why would you do? What like you like? Oh, there's a new Godzilla movie. In this movie, uh, Godzilla is uh, based on He Man. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Quit mad living your way through this, and then you go, you realize, oh no, that sounds like about the level the director is working at. And then maybe be, maybe shut up after this. I will, but uh, I don't think we talked about it on the Batman episode, which was already like three hours long. But mm-hmm. did we ever talk about the cutscene, the Barry Keegan like Joker cutscene? No, not on this. Yeah, I I won't do like a symposium on it. Like people have seen it, they either like it or they don't. But. That honestly made me like the movie less. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, they, they made the choice to cut it out of the movie. And I'm like, well, it's the fact that they ever thought of putting it in. It's it's like, like you, you know, your spouse going like, hey, honey, I thought about cheating on you, but I didn't do it. And you're like, thank you? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So just terrible. Uh, I don't want to like lay it on Barry Keegan. It's not like he's the only thing wrong with it, but 
worst Joker? Didn't like, show anything in front of them. Yeah, like, like, I almost want to say it's worse than Leto, because at least Leto is doing something. With this, he, he talks just all over the map. Yeah, and indecipherable. The people who made fun of, the, like, the Bane voice owe Tom Hardy an apology. And I think... I don't know. I think he's supposed to have, like, elephantitis or something. Yeah. Like, was that one of the things? Yeah, he's meant to be, like, genuinely deformed, which... In the comics, Joker just, like, his, like, skin changed, right? Yeah. And he's he's based on a character who just had his mouth sliced the fuck open. Yeah, like, what, what is it? Mr. Gwynplaine, but then it's also not Mr. Rictus, that's from that piece of shit wonder thing, but it's something like that. Yeah. Like the the light grin. Um, Mr. Sardonicus. Yeah. God, that was going to drive me nuts. Um, Yeah, but this, it's like he's like a burn victim and has alopecia and has elephantitis and has like the Glasgow smile. And so Batman goes and does, like, the Hannibal Lecter thing, which makes no sense. Why would Joker be able to help him catch a bad guy? Yeah. Like, why would he want to? Why would he take his word for it? Yeah, in the in the million Joker stories that there have been, when has he ever been Hannibal Lecter? Yeah. Right? And, and it's, it's just, he slides on the floor, he's like, This guy, this guy, He's a terrible He's not going to stop. I tell you, he's not going to stop. Maybe he's not going to stop. 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 He's not going but I remember this so clearly, like, there was, it was, like, Simpson season, like, 28 or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, even after I stopped watching, I hung on for a minute. Yeah. to some of my friends. But it was, like, some dumb thing with, like, Mr. Burns doing, like, a bad, like, post credit When the episodes are too short, because they can't even, like, write an episode anymore. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, God, we got, like, five minutes to kill, so it's, like, a fake PSA from Mr. Burns. And I remember somebody on the internet, like, they mentioned the episode, and they went... I think I might be sick of Mr. Burns. And, like, to think of that, like, if you had told me that, like, 10-year-old me, like, one day you'll be tired of The Simpsons. I would just, like, spat in your face. Yeah. I would have slapped you like Sheriff Brody. Yeah. But like, you hit that point. It, like, it was so genuine. It's like, I, I think I might actually be getting tired of Mr. Burns. That's kind of how I feel right now between this and the new thing where Colin Trevorrow said that the... Gigasaurus from uh, Jurassic World Dominion will be based on the Joker. That was a quote that an adult said that was put in print. Yeah, as soon as I hear that, I don't do it anymore. I have that moment where I'm like, I think I might be sick of the Joker. Yeah. I didn't know I could get sick of the Joker. (laughs) I've never never seen a comic or never never seen a cartoon or read a comic or watched a movie where I wasn't thrilled that the Joker was on it. How about we don't do the Joker for 10 years? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, and I'm not saying like, oh, well, they should do like Mad Hatter or Scarecrow in the next one, somebody I'd like. I'm like, no, let's do like 
Let's do Hugo Strange. Like, you should have to do all of the Batman villains. Let's do Magpie. Yeah, like, you should have to do, like, the Tally Man. Yeah. And uh, Film Freak and Amygdala before you get to come back and do Joker again. That should be the yeah. new rule. Yeah. Just to do it, like, it was 27 years between Riddler movies. Mm-hmm. We need that long before another Joker movie. But yeah. To, to, to the larger point, though, when it... I liked that Batman movie well enough. We talked about it at length. I mean, yeah. I won't stress this out, but... But I... The, the reason I didn't love it was just this feeling of, like... I feel like I've seen this. Like, every previous one. Love him or hate him. Like, Schumacher is a vibe. Snyder is a vibe. Keaton. Nolan. Yeah. And this ju- this felt like the first one where it's like, oh, it's just somebody doing Nolan. Yeah. And with the Barry Keegan Joker, it's, it's like watching, like, your theater kid friend who has maybe like more energy than talent mm-hmm. going like hey ch- check out like my my joker impression oh you want to know how i got these cars and like oh uh, you, you you sound just like him steve <laughs> like, yeah that that's what it fucking felt like do you remember the what's the batman short where he fights the predator Batman dead end. And who plays who plays him in the the Joker? Uh, the late Andrew Canning. Right, the late yeah Andrew Canning, and it's just like a fan film that they like made on spec. Yeah, that's a better Joker yeah. than the bear. Like that's that stupid short. It's like what if the aliens showed up? What what if like Winnie the Pooh and Raphael teamed up to teach you not to smoke crack? Like yeah, that is that a is a better, better movie than the the. Hannibal Lecter scene they come from yeah. yeah and 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 so it's funny because like you can love or hate Nolan or whatever but mm-hmm. like I I understand some, if some people think he's pretty overrated but when you look at Nolan when it's like wh- what is what is this based on and he'll go like oh well this is based on like uh, uh, Ian Fleming and this is based on A Tale of Two Cities and this is based on, like, uh, Dr. Mabuse der Spieler. Yeah, but that's what he said, like, the plans, like, the number of overlaying plans that Joker has was based on Dr. Mabuse der Spieler. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, like, a four-hour-long movie with, like, 80 yeah. different things going on. And it, and would you would you have that, or would you have, like, like where did Tom Hardy get that crazy voice? It was like, oh, well, it was a mixture of, like, Bronson from when he played Bronson. But there's also that guy, uh, the King of the Gypsies, like the Irish boxer, uh, like mm-hmm. who, like the real guy, I forget his name, but he like based the physicality and like the weird accent on him. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, like that's that's how you're supposed to do. Like, like Daniel Plainview is freaking Daniel Day Lewis doing an impression of uh, John Huston. Mm-hmm. And so that's how movies would get made. And then, like, it's a step down, and it's, it's like, kind of a cover band, but it's still, like, oh, this is Quentin, like, trying to one-up Point Break. Yeah. Or this is Quentin going, like, fuck Amistad. I don't want, like, a ten-minute slave revolt and then a three-hour trial. I want a three-hour slave revolt and a ten-minute trial, and I want it to be a spaghetti western. And, like, his weird autism makes it a pretty damn good movie. Yeah. Whereas, like... But when they, the, what's his name, Matt Reeves was talking about the new Batman, mm-hmm. he, he goes like, oh, well, I really loved Seven, so I wanted to make this movie, like, as twisted as Seven. And I really loved, like, Manhunter. 
I thought like we we should do like a manhunter scene in the movie, and then like we wanted the Joker to look fucked up, and we were I told my friend like who's fucked up looking, and he said like the Elephant Man. We were like fuck yeah, like the new Joker should be fucked up like the Elephant Man. It's like it's like hearing somebody describe it like that. And you're like, is this how like is this creativity now? I'm sorry, I sound like I'm at my own house, but legit like it. This is what this is what we do it. This I don't know, it seems like there's a lot of this, but there also seems like there's also a lot more, like, yeah, we, we've done a lot of, uh, we, we always have other stuff going on, like, yeah. every time people complain about, oh, there are too many, you know, big budget movies, there's like, ten weird-ass indie films. Yeah, go watch, go watch, Prime. Like, yeah, yeah, so sorry, I didn't mean to stop any there, but... I'm aware. Like, anytime I'm like, I'm not sure I like the new Batman movie, the answer is, well, go watch Titan. Yeah. Go watch Nightmare Alley. (laughs) Which I get, and I I was, I'm not one of those, like, naysayers, like, movies are worse than ever. I'm like, the fuck they are. I saw a bunch of really good movies last year. Like, you're always telling me about good movies. Yeah, I'm I'm constantly kind of, like, showing up, like, oh, like, you should check this out. Oh, I can't wait for, uh, dude, I'm going to see The Northman in a yeah, there's plenty of stuff to be jazzed about, but I don't know, it's not the worst fate in the world, but I, I feel like our baseline of, like, a decent, stupid movie that you would go see, Yeah, we are so far down from what, like, if Con Air came out this year, it would get four stars. It would have, like, a 98% yeah. tomato rating. It's, it's like what I was saying when I, was, I watched... Uh, the riff tracks for the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, and I thought, these are, I actually like these, these are actually good movies. And a lot of people have been saying that, and it's, and it's, it's the Norm Macdonald thing, like, that's not a good movie, movies just got worse. Yeah, no, when he, yeah, when he hosted SNL, yeah, like, the show just got much worse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really is like, back then, I would have hated that movie, now it's like, I almost wistfully look at, like, the Coliseum scene. Yeah, and, like, I do, I am, I'm not, like, a prequels reclaimer. I am not, like, on board with the, oh, they're actually good. You just need to get smarter. Like, that shit. Yeah. I still don't like any of those movies. I'd probably rather watch any of them than Rogue One, if I'm being yeah. honest. So, I like, I don't know where that leaves us. So, we can pack it in, but th- that's just that's just what I need to say, like, I know we went from, like, war heroes became directors, then film nerds became directors, then video store clerks became directors. Mm-hmm. And it's, not, it's like I love Quentin and Nicholas Winding Revan, so even that last generation yeah. I'm not going to complain about. Yeah. I do feel like we've arrived at the point where it's like, well, uh, I was really inspired to make this new Star Wars movie after I watched Star Wars. I, uh, oh, uh, what did I base my performance as the Joker on? Uh, Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker. Yeah. You're like, that. that's it? That's that's all we're going to get now? Mm. Terrific. Um, I don't know. I feel like Tom Hardy can be doing better than having like fake black feet dallying in the sand. God bless him. I feel like even Jared Leto deserves better yeah. than this. Jared Leto got so weird so quick. Yeah. Jared Leto, go go back to your island with like your 
little like Matson cult, whatever he does when he's not filming movies. <laughs> uh, just just stay there for a while, and uh, come out when whenever Ridley Scott needs you to play Napoleon or something. <laughs> yeah, I'd see the shit out of that. Uh, uh, no, it has to be it has to be something weirder like. It'll be like a Napoleon movie, but then Ridley Scott will play the Marquis de Sade. And it's, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Jared Leto. I fucked Jared it up. Jared Leto. Like, yeah, like, people get the point. I'm tired. Let's get out of here. <laughs> we are. So there was Morbius the Living Vampire. Was it? <laughs> yeah. What is What is anything? What is life? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, last thought. It is great how, at the very least, life was easy for some critics, because they could say, Living Vampire, sadly... Morbius is a lifeless affair. Fangs, but no fangs. Here's one movie you won't want to sink your teeth into. Here's one vampire that really sucks. Brackets come. <laughs> okay. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Uh, that is absolutely all I have to say. <laughs>